Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Creatrix CEO podcast. It's so lovely to have you here. It is a crisp fall afternoon here in Montpellier, France, and I'm enjoying a nice coffee on my couch following a nice tarot pool. The cards have been speaking to me lately, you guys. It's been quite uncanny. And I'm really thrilled to share with you this conversation with my incredible sister and fantastic past client, Sarah Zupek, who is an astrologer. She is a life coach. She is a Reiki healer. She is easily one of the most dynamic spiritual women I've ever had the chance to know as well as be friends with. Her brand is called Rays of Sunshine Healing and she is literally a ray of sunshine. She is a fantastic example of what it means to be on brand as hell and have your business reflect who you are. So I'm so excited for you guys to hear this conversation. We dive into all things astrology, what it means to look at your chart, not as this definitive chalkboard in the sky of here is who you are dogmatically. It's more of an invitation to explore yourself and get to know yourself more intimately and maybe pay attention to some things that you haven't egoically identified with, but that still can ultimately be true for you to help you better understand and love yourself. So this was a really, really fun conversation. I know you guys are going to love it too. So I'll turn you on over and thanks for joining me. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Creatrix CEO podcast. My name is Carly Chetton, and I am your host. And today I have an incredibly special guest joining me, my very, very good friend, Sarah Zupek. She is a spiritual life coach who helps empaths lead happier, more aligned, and empowered lives with the tools of astrology, Reiki, workshops, and intuitive coaching. Sarah believes we all have the answers residing within us, and by identifying our limiting beliefs, we can implement new ways of authentic being to propel ourselves in the positive direction of our most desired lives. Sarah, holy shit, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you, Carly. Thank you for the sweet intro. I actually teared up a little bit. I love you so much. I'm so happy to be here and have this heart-to-heart soul entrepreneur to soul entrepreneur conversation with you. So thank you for having me. Of course. Yes. No, it's genuinely such an honor to have you here. And we have just the funniest way of how our paths crossed and that we met very randomly at a yoga studio that I very impulsively decided to just go to one night for a Sunday night yoga class. Mm -hmm. And we did a beautiful flow. I think you had like maybe slipped in a little bit later or something, but because I didn't mm-hmm. recognize that you were there. And then like, for whatever reason, we were kind of sitting in a circle at the end and I like turned over and I looked at you and I had like this weird, like, like soul energy, like matching type of experience where I was like, oh, there she is. Like as if I had been like waiting to like meet you and be your soul sister. So yeah, it's just been such an incredible journey building this friendship with you and seeing you grow in your business. You, 
you really exemplify so many incredible traits of what it means to be a spirit and soul led entrepreneur. So I think your story is going to be really inspirational for people that are listening today. So yeah, love that. I mean, being inspiring is one of my, I would say my divine blueprint offerings. And um, you have been such a huge part of my journey. I mean, I still remember us sitting on that hammock in Ecuador on the retreat and I'm looking at your birth chart and I I think I like was looking at one aspect. I'm like, oh, like you have a responsibility to help people find freedom. I'm like, what is it that you do? And you told me how you help new entrepreneurs and I got chills through my whole body. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, I think I'm going to hire you because I want to leave my job and I want to do this kind of work that I'm doing on this retreat for real, for real, for real. And a month later, we got together and we we built this friendship alongside you helping me build my business. Yes, it's forever been- grateful. <laughs> I'm forever grateful for you too. You've been like my favorite case study of client too and just how you built this thing from scratch. So yeah, I'm just really excited to delve into your journey today. Um, I'd love to just start with them. Background question of just tell me a little bit more around your business. What do you do and who do you help? So I'm a spiritual life coach, which means I help people love themselves deeper, feel more connected, and create a heart center and aligned life for themselves. Mm. And everyone is so uniquely different. So the way that I help them is always different whether that be in a more mental way with coaching, asking reflective questions or a more energetic way with Reiki, um, working with the aura and the chakras, or it be um, more of, I guess, again, a mental spiritual way with astrology, reflecting back to people, the blueprint of their soul. So I really like working with empaths, the sweet souls of the world who are finding their way or who are expanding and want to share more of themselves authentically um, or people who are on a spiritual path and want to deepen that connection and deepen their spiritual practice. So yeah, shout out to my spiritual babes out there who are doing the work and want to bring in more love and light to their lives and into this world because us light workers and empaths need to join forces because we are stronger when we come together and support one another. And that is what I'm all about. Mm. Beautifully said. Yes. Mm. I love everything that you stand for. Mm. What would you say it is that inspires you the most about this work around your vision for helping light workers and healers really come into that. I love what you said, like loving themselves deeper, connecting mm-hmm. with soul purpose. What exactly is it that you love the most about the nature of your work? Mm. I love, and I live for those aha moments, whether it be for myself and I love witnessing it in another like those moments of like, oh, damn, I have been limiting myself with that belief. Or like, oh, 
oh, that's how I give my power away. And I can actually get my power back and change the way I go about the situation. Mm-hmm. Like those moments where someone recognizes their ability and their power and makes the shift. Like that is just so magical to me. And it's so heart opening. Um, Cause really it's, it's anchoring in more truth. Like when you have, when you like come to those moments of like, oh, okay, that's, that's been a deception or a lie or something limiting and stepping more into truth and stepping more into power, stepping more into love. That's what really inspires me. Mm, I love that so much. And I think it reminds me too of what we've talked about in the past around like the power of awakening. I know you've had a number of really profound spiritual awakenings in your life. It's awesome that you can hold such beautiful space for people. I know even as your friend, you have the most beautiful way of just gently calling me out of like, (laughs) I can think of one specific example where I'll like explain something and I'll like end the sentence with being like, I don't know, I don't know. Like, and I remember you just kind of looked at me like very like just gently one day and you're like I think you do know though (laughs) and like even in that like very small like paying attention moment it was really illuminating to me of just how much I'm not standing in my power when I'm trying to assert what is an otherwise very confident opinion Mm -hmm. and my power when I just add in a very like very subtle thing like that so I love to see how much you do that for your clients because as your friend, you've done it in such incredible service to me. And yeah, it's, I feel like it's a spiritual awakening, just kind of being in your presence because of how lit up in life you are. Yeah. Like the, what you model too, for just being in awareness and having that, that desire to pay attention to your patterns and to wake up to those different things that hold us back. I love that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that reflection and, um, how I've impacted you in that way. I, I think we all have that ability. Like the more that we are connected, doing the work, doing that emotional, spiritual, energetic work, mm-hmm. our essence just ripples out and has the impact on others that we're having on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think I've stepped into that the more that I've come into the awareness of being more than doing Mm. like I'm doing light work by being (laughs) Mm. and um it made me think of like I realized like in in sessions with clients like I'm just being myself I'm not being like this professional and you know like I need to act a certain way you know maybe like with certain jobs it's like okay I'm putting on my professional face and my professional Mm. voice now And I have some really awesome, grounded, authentic clients that just help reflect back to me like, oh, yeah, like, let's just keep it real. Let's keep it 100. Because in many ways, the same way that I show up with my friends or the same way that I show up for my clients, maybe a little bit more intentional around, okay, I'm coaching you or I'm giving you a healing session. Whereas with a friend, I'm like, I'm here to be a friend. But Either way, I'm being myself and I'm just offering my my gifts in in the way that I best can for that person. I love that so much. Yeah, I think it's such a huge shift when you start to go down the path of soul-led entrepreneurship to heart-led types of client engagements, mm-hmm. where the nature of that is so intangible, it's so emotional, it's so energetic that you can't help but be authentic 
when you're like building those relationships, like that is really the, the nature of what the service asks of you is to just be yourself. I'm going to speak to your astrology perspective right now. And that this is very Leo season of a conversation to be having is talking about just the, the imperative of authenticity and how we work and how we serve. So I love that. It's so cool to think that there is a paradigm available to us where the way that we are as friends is also how we create abundance in our lives as professionals in air quotes. So yes. yeah, I love how you embody that. Yeah. Well, I absolutely, what you mentioned about Leo season, you're a Leo son, I'm a Leo son, plus a lot of other Leo placements and something that is a theme to the Leo energy is authenticity. It, and something that comes along with that is a lot of insecurity. That's why I think underneath, like sometimes for Leo is like an arrogant or, you know, on the extreme end or just like a very confident limelighty personality, but it's overcoming a lot of self-doubt and insecurity to get there. And really arrogance is just uh, a cover-up, an ego cover-up for that deeper insecurity. So I think a path of a Leo who's coming into their fullness and their highest vibration is owning and accepting and loving themselves so deeply so that they can show up um, in a confident way that naturally inspires others. That's something I see in you. That's something I recognize in myself. And I mean, in many ways, we we all can embody that no matter our sign, because we all have a little bit of Leo in us, depending where your fifth house is at. Um, but yeah, I love that that lesson. And I think that's something that we just resonate and connect with so much being being us Leo sisters that we are. Definitely. Yeah. I think that's why our coaching container was so good and so rich is because like we just naturally kind of share that philosophy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hey, I just said, I don't know. I just said it. Oh. See, that's what I'm talking about. Being with you is like a spiritual awakening. Like I just pay attention to things I don't otherwise pay attention to. And like my subconscious programming. The light but- is shining. <laughs> Love it. So talk to me a little bit more around how astrology plays into life coaching and how life coaching plays into astrology. So you really work at that intersection. How would you say that these two disciplines really complement each other? And what would you say is the unique value of bringing them together for your clients? Mm. Well, I would say to start off, there are two things that I'm passionate about and that are very true to me. And in my business, I want to integrate all the things that light me up and that have been a source of guidance and inspiration and awakening for me because you you teach what you know, right? So um, more specifically, astrology has been a tool of self-discovery for me. It really is just like this whole ocean of wisdom. There's so many layers to it. You can take it as far as you want to go. And I feel even after all the years I've studied it, I'm still just scratching the surface. It's one of those things that like the more, you know, the the less you feel like, you know, so I use it in coaching in a way to help clients, um, really assess themselves, get to know themselves on a deeper level, and just reflect because astrology isn't telling anyone anything about themselves, right? It's just offering a reflection and, um, you know, a way to be a little bit more introspective. 
So when it comes to coaching and um, working towards personal goals or spiritual goals, it's really important to start from a place of what's authentic and true to oneself and one's desires. And I use astrology for a tool to reflect of like, this is what your soul's blueprint says about you. Does that resonate for you? And that's how I lead a lot of my astrology readings outside of coaching. I ask those reflective questions because I can't tell anyone more about themselves than what they truly know about themselves. So I like to offer it in a way of a question format. And usually the answers I get back are, yes, that resonates. (laughs) A little so, um, yeah, I have fun. I use a little bit of coaching in my astrology readings and I use a little bit of astrology in my coaching. And then I also have a 12 week course that full on combines the two of them along with manifestation. It's called co-creating with the houses. And that is, uh, a, a deep marriage of the two, um, manifesting based on your birth chart and using, the container of coaching to help someone get to know themselves and create the life that they want to live. It's incredible. I love how beautifully you marry the two different aspects. Cause I think that at first glimpse, people wouldn't think that they could naturally go together, but they're blended so nicely, especially when you think about astrology more as a tool for introspection, as opposed to this, like, um, like chalkboard in the sky. That's like, this is who you are. And this is what your destiny is. It's more like that opportunity to feel out where that resonance is or to say, huh, I never thought about it that way. So mm-hmm. I know that was definitely my experience when you read my chart. So pretty mm. cool. Yeah. And it can just be something like to chew on because some things may not hit right away. Like I remember, I think it was my freshman year in college when I first discovered that there was more than a sun sign. You know, I think like many people who don't know much about astrology, like you're just, I'm a this, which is your sun sign, but you have a whole shit ton of other signs too. And so when I discovered that my moon sign was in Pisces and I read the description, I had so much resistance. I'm like, I'm not shy. I'm not sensitive. And then like, I went back to my dorm and I was like, oh my God, like, I just, I guess I don't like those things about myself or I got made fun of for being shy and sensitive. So it's hard to own that. But like in time, I realized that that wasn't a bad thing and it helped me integrate more layers of who I am. So, you know, I I say to people, even if some things don't resonate, just like sit on it and maybe something will pop up in your life or in your relationships later on that kind of reflect this aspect of you. And it's really just an opportunity to love yourself a little bit deeper. Mm, Absolutely. I love that. For those that aren't super astrologically inclined or don't know too, too much yet, two questions for you. Could you do like a high level breakdown on the big three? So that tends to be like, personally, I'm very curious on that because I don't really know the significance of the sun versus the moon versus your rising sign. Mm. So could you give a breakdown of that? And then I also just want to ask too, for people that don't know too much about their charts, what would you say is the most important thing to pay attention to when it comes to manifesting and creating the life of your dreams? Oh, great questions. Thank you, Carly. Yes. So the big three in astrology are your sun, 
your moon and your rising sign. So I like to think of it in terms of how you relate to the sun and the moon, like just in normal life. So the sun brings light and warmth and it describes how we bring light into this world, what really lights us up, how we generate warmth. So um, qualities in your sun are like the way that you make people feel, the life path that you're leading. So it has a lot to do with like the main parts of your personality and has a lot to do with your ego as well. Whereas your moon sign is completely different. So like when, when there's a full moon out, like there is tonight and last night, you'll see the reflection of the sun. So your moon sign represents your reactive nature, your emotional nature. It's really the deeper parts of you, like your inner child and your soul. So that is a little bit more tender. And that side of you is not really seen unless you're in a a deeper connection with someone. Like you don't go walking about in the world, just like showing everyone your moon sign. (laughs) (laughs) And then your rising sign. So that is taken from the sign that is on the Eastern horizon at the time you took your first breath. And that represents the way that you show up in the world upon first impression, but it's also how you perceive the world. So how you are perceived and how you perceive. So like if someone ever says to me, like, you know, they know I'm an astrologer, I'm into astrology, like, oh, guess my sign. I'll be like, well, I may be guessing your rising sign. So bear with me here because that's kind of that first impression that you leave. Um, So those are the big three and they are very important. And I totally recommend everyone to, to start there. But there are a lot of different important aspects and placement in the chart, depending on what you are doing with it. So to your second question, when it comes to manifesting and creating, it's really important to first look at who am I truly outside of the programming, outside of how your parents raised you, outside of what you were told by your friend group, the place that you were. So there's like a lot of undoing. I think, before manifesting in alignment with who you are, because that's where the power is. Like if you're manifesting what like the latest trend is in like car or outfit or like whatever, that may not be true to you, right? And so um, manifesting from like your heart is what's really important. So learning your big three and the things that like make you you are very important. But like when it comes into a little bit of like more of the how you create and manifest your reality, I would say to look at the fifth house is really important because the fifth house, which is the house ruled by Leo, we're in Leo season, Leo and I'm wearing my sun shirt. So, you know, (laughs) gotta own it. Um, The fifth house is all about creativity and recreation and fun and children, because obviously to have children, you got to create, procreate. So looking at the sign that's on the cusp of the fifth house and also the planets that are in the fifth house can be um, an indicator into how you create. Mm. And also your Mars sign, which is the sign of um, your energy and action. 
So how you show up in a new project, like how you get after what you want, because creating manifesting, it's like making your dreams a reality. So how do you approach that will be indicated in your Mars sign and also coming back to your rising sign, which is on the cusp of your first house talks about how you approach new beginnings. So I would say those three placements uh, are a good place to start. Beautiful. Thank you so much for that. I can't wait to take a look at my chart now. Do you have any, on a more tangible basis, recommendations for what resources people can reference if they want to learn more about their chart and what their placements are? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I offer readings. Um, So visit my website, raysofsunshinellc.com. And then as far as astrologers that I learn from, I'm a very audible and visual learner. So I love podcasts and YouTube and Mm -hmm. some instrumental astrologers have been, um, Hannah Francie or Hannah's elsewhere. So she's on YouTube. She has such a huge YouTube library. She's been doing this for years. Highly recommend her. She's on Instagram as well. And then, um, Christopher Watecki, he's a really fun heart centered astrology. He has YouTube and podcasts. He's been in the game for like, I don't know, 20 plus years. And also um, a newer podcast I've listened to in the last year is Astrology and You. And there's um, two astrologers on there that I can't think of their name right now, but that's a really great podcast as well. Cool. Well, I'll definitely link those in the show notes. Cool. Yeah. What would you say when you think about how astrology is viewed in the mainstream, what would you say are some of the biggest misconceptions about it? And what is one thing that you wish more people understood about it? Yeah, great question. Well, I kind of touched on some of these earlier. Um, But one of the misconceptions is that you are your sun sign and nothing else. And if you don't resonate with your sun sign, then astrology isn't valid. Um, There could be a lot of reasons that some people don't resonate with their sun sign. And that could be that like maybe they have a lot of energy in a certain house or a different sign. Um, so you're more than your sun sign. (laughs) That is a, a, a big takeaway. And then also is kind of that notion of the stars and the planets are controlling you and like not wanting to feel like this force outside of you is deeming who you are. I like to look at it this way instead, we're all energy everything is energy. Quantum physics has proven it. And the same energy that moves through and works through us as souls, as humans in this world is the same energy that affects the greater universe outside of us. So the planets moving through the signs in relation to our perspective here on earth are just a macrocosmic reflection of what's going on on the microcosmic level, us little humans, right? So it's just, it's all energy and it's just a way to read energy. Mm. I love that so much. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it breaks it down so beautifully too. I, I just want to understand a little bit more too, like, So we obviously have our own individual programming based on when we were born, based on our own individual soul blueprint. And there's also just the way in which we move through seasons too. And so the different arrangements of the planets present different energy 
force fields, if you will. Is that, would you say that's an accurate description? So there's like this interplay between like the individual astrological backdrop of ourselves and the larger universe. Yes. So that's called transits. Transits. Okay. Can you speak a little bit more on how people can understand working with the energy of a transit? Yeah. So like if anyone follows astrologers on Instagram who have like the horoscopes of the week or like right now Venus is retrograde and it's like, what are all these things going on? Honestly, it's a lot to keep up with. And I don't even keep up with all the transits because it gets a little overwhelming. Sometimes (laughs) I get into it and then I kind of fall out of it. But I do see a lot of benefit to knowing what's going on and how to work with it. um, And based on who you are and your chart. So to simplify, because that is a whole can of worms that, to be honest, I'm still learning a lot about. But I like to simplify in the way of what is the, the sun doing and what's the moon doing? So I talk a lot about this at the moon circles that I co-host, which you've been to a couple. So you've experienced some of this talking about the season, the astrological season. So, you know, right now we're in Leo season and for everyone, doesn't matter their chart. This is a time where we're all called to have a little bit more fun, be creative, um, come out of the shadow and maybe put ourselves out in the spotlight, um, enjoy like performing arts. So knowing some things about the season can kind of like prompt you into like, how can I show up with some more intention? Because it's just living in more alignment, you know, the same way that we live in alignment with the seasons. Like if we eat cooling foods in the summer because it's hot as shit out and a smoothie feels really good. (laughs) We can do the same thing with the astrology seasons. Like, okay, so it's, it's uh, the performer season of Leo. So how can I put on a little bit of a show, you know? Um, So that can help you kind of month to month. And then the moon changes signs every two and a half days. So that's, that's a little bit more fast moving. And that can help you in terms of how you're living your emotional life. So this is more introspective. This is in your um, interpersonal relationships or your family dynamics. And the the key players are the full moon and the new moon, right? We, we hear about manifesting on the new moon and releasing on the full moon. So knowing the signs that the moon is in can kind of help with Um, the rituals that you have for yourself with um, the emotional regulation or the emotional releasing you're doing. So I find that to be really helpful. And through working with the moon, it's awesome because like, I'm just naturally synced up like my cycle, like I'm bleeding right now with the full moon and, oh yeah. And I just, I love feeling that um, level of connection to nature it's so it's just it's just connecting to nature in a in a new way or in a deeper way definitely and I love the different like intonations for the new moon versus the full moon like when I went to your new moon circle in cancer I just fell into that reset energy and it brought such beautiful awareness to places in my life where I needed to reset and bring that cleansing that healing to my life so Yeah, I think more than anything, if we're to think about transits and the role that they play, it's just a really nice little just like flag of like, hey, 
what are some things that could be reset right now? What are some things for full moon? What are some things that we really want to call in, manifest that intention around? So I love that. That's so well said. Yeah. And it's so great to feel like there's uh, more than one blank slate than just like the classic cultural, like new year's resolution. This is the time that I start again. We, we can start again, especially as women, right? Like we are, we have roughly 28 day cycles because we are synced up with nature in that way. And like, just to feel that in our own bodies and feel it energetically, like there's a time to reset. There's a time to shed and let go. There's a time to um, approach conflict. There's a time to like, wait to approach conflict. And um, I, I realized I didn't fully answer your question. So with the, the sun and the moon and the signs they're going through, how it relates to an individual personally, they can look at what sign um, the moon or the sun is in and what sign it's moving through in, or excuse me, what house it's moving through in their chart. Mm-hmm. So for example, I'm a Leo rising. So right now the sun is in my first house of new beginnings. And what do you know? I'm starting lots of new beginnings right now. I'm in my new room that I just moved rooms. I got a new roommate and I'm claiming that I'm starting a new chapter in my business. So I'm really owning this as new beginnings. And I'm just, I'm feeling so good. Yeah. Things were hectic this last week, celebrating my birthday, moving, like welcoming someone into my home, but I know I'm in alignment. I'm right on point and it's all going exactly as it should. And I think that's the funnest part about knowing how uh, transits are affecting you. Cause you can just feel like everything's happening exactly as it's meant to be. Mm. Yeah. It feels like that just adds that additional layer of trust and just connection. Like the universe has got my back. Mm. I can lean into this. I can surrender to this. There is a divine bigger order out there than just how I'm relating to my world on a day to day. So Yes. I love that divine order, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So one more question for you, just on the basis of, you know, how astrology is viewed and what the current receptivity to it is. What do you think our world would be like if everyone had an awareness of the role that astrology plays in our realities and in our lives? Oh my. <laughs> oh I feel like that's, that's new earth level thinking, you know, if as a collective, we all lived in sync with the cycles, I think we could heal a lot of trauma that goes beyond just our trauma, like ancestral trauma, um, years of suppression, years of misalignment, years of the truth being hidden, we so much would come to light. Um, I think that we would leave with more love. Um, because like I said, truth and love go hand in hand. Mm, I think we would create rapidly. Like we would manifest a lot quicker and get things moving mm. a lot more. And I think we would be able to accept ourselves and one another more. There would be less judgment, less expectations, less wanting people to show up a certain way and rather just seeing them for who they are. And I think the world could definitely use more of that. 
more acceptance and, and tolerance and understanding. Totally. Yeah, I just love to the idea that we all have our own unique charts. And so long as we view our chart as this invitation to introspect, to learn more about ourselves and to ultimately accept ourselves, even past that egoic layer of the sun sign, right? So the more that we can pay attention and drop into and just kind of honor that full spectrum of all elements of your chart, naturally that's going to extend to understanding the nuance between people, understanding who people are, having that acceptance, not just for yourself, but having that emanate to others too. Mm-hmm. Like it just feels like there'd be so much more harmony. <laughs> yes, I think so. Harmony is a great way to describe that. <laughs> yeah. And like just more, more honoring of the differences, right? Of like, or just honoring too, like your strengths. Like for me, my Gemini is in moon. So like naturally that extends to how I'm a communicator. So at some level, my service is to communicate. I love writing. I love speaking. There's a level of articulation that I'm, I'm feel that my placement gives me. So showing up and shining in line with that, that's really cool to think about how I can harness that understanding for how I thrive as an entrepreneur. So yeah, absolutely. Like learning your personal strengths as described by your birth chart can help you step into your gifts that much more. And I, I pose it like this in my readings, what are your strengths and how can you use your strengths to overcome your challenges? Because we all have oppositions and squares. Well, probably most of us have those challenging aspects in our chart, but we can use our strengths to help balance some of that out and work with that. Like we're never going to be perfect. We're never going to show up just like talented and I have all the strengths and I'm confident in every single area of my life, but we can use the ways that we are really strong um, to help us manage those things that challenge us. Mm, Definitely. So I'm going to ask it through an astrological lens, but you can answer it however you'd prefer. What is the legacy that you are creating as an entrepreneur, whether that's in line with the strengths that you have in your chart Or if it's just how you have your vision for your business at large, what does that look like? Oh, I love that you put it in an astrological way. For me, one of the things that lights me up the most is knowing the impact of my light and my sunshininess on others, how it inspires them, how it helps them feel seen and like more at ease and playful. I I think just me being like the Leo that I am, I, I'm very true to like my inner child need to like play and sing and dance and be silly. And I want to encourage other people to not take themselves so seriously, to have a little bit more fun, not only in their lives, but in their business and to really be able to use all of whatever the strengths of, as described by their zodiac signs um, in their business, how they can just show up authentically. Because for many of us, as we've worked other jobs or different careers, and we're like now stepping into more of our soul aligned purpose, um, there's a lot of undoing. There's a lot of like, okay, well, I always learned that I had to do it this way, but now there's, we have full autonomy and sovereignty over ourselves. 
And that's something I've been having a lot of fun with in this last year of I get to make my business my own. I get to make my own work schedule. I get to create how I want to create. I get to make my contracts, how I want to make them. And it can be overwhelming like to have all of that autonomy over oneself. But how can we have fun with it? How can we integrate our life and our business as one? Because the more I go on this journey, I just see that they're not very separate. Like it used to be work and life, personal life are separate things. And I just feel like they're coming together in more harmony. And that's something I would like to inspire other entrepreneurs to do for themselves too. But like a true creatrix. <laughs> and it comes like, full circle. <laughs> yeah. But like a true Leo creatrix sister. Yes, I freaking love that. It is all one thing. The more I go down the path as well, the more I recognize that the things that happen in my personal life will, can only naturally infuse themselves into my business too. So it is just that in so many ways, I think our businesses are our divine callings to step into purpose, to understand where we fall in that broader order of the universe is using tools like our astrological charts, understand mm-hmm. our strengths, harness them and impart our light on the world. So you're modeling that so incredibly. And the fact that that's your legacy, I'm just so happy that you're able to join me for this conversation today. It was awesome. So awesome. Thank you so much for asking such amazing questions and (laughs) just reflecting back to me or you're helping me reflect back on myself of all is that I've created thus far and all is that I wanna create and in the light of service to others and to those sweet sensitive souls of the world (laughs) so so thank you for everything you've done to support me on my path from a coach to a friend to a sister you have left a really big impact and imprint on my heart and I'm forever grateful for you thank you Carly I'm so grateful for you too Oh, you're zero. Stop it. Oh, so, oh, for these sweet, sensitive souls, for these empaths, for these people that want to invite more purpose, more astrological awareness into how they lead their lives, what would you say is the best way to get in touch with you and learn more about you following this conversation today? Because I know people are going to want to. Oh, I would love to connect with those who resonate um, with anything I've talked about. They can reach out on my Instagram, Rays of Sunshine Healing, or my website, RaysofSunshineLLC.com. I have more about what I do from life coaching to spiritual coaching to to Reiki to astrology on there. So yeah, just uh, beat me, reach. What was it? Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. <laughs> I love that. I think she was a Leo too. I don't know. I think I saw that in a meme somewhere that like impossible had Leo vibes. So in spirit and season. (laughs) I love that. I love that show when I was a kid. That would make sense. That was same. You remember the naked mole rat? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. We re- we really talked around a range of topics today from 
the transits to Rufus the Naked Mole Rat. Thank you everyone for tuning in to this beautiful conversation. Definitely check out the show notes if you want the links to everything that Sarah has referenced today in terms of resources and how to get in touch with her. Thank you for tuning in. And Sarah, thank you for joining me. This is awesome. It was a pleasure, babe. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Creatrix CEO podcast. If you enjoyed this conversation, it means the absolute world if you can leave a quick star review or share your thoughts on the show. And in the instance that you want to learn more about me and my business, you can find me on Instagram at Carly Chetton. Thanks again for listening and never forget your power to create whatever it is that's written on your heart. I love you and I will see you next time.